She's All That. Welcome to the She's All That video podcast. I'm your host, September Smith, and my guest today is an expert in something that is so important in this increasingly competitive business world, but something that is too often overlooked. Jill Lublin is a master publicity strategist with over 25 years experience on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace. She's an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, and referrals. And she's the author of four best-selling books that focus on all of these things. Truly a master publicity strategist. Jill, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here to talk with me about this important subject today. Thank you, September. I'm delighted to be here. Do you know what? I want to jump right in, just in case anybody's thinking, oh, publicity, why is that important? Uh, you've got a quote that I saw, and it was truly a heart-stopping quote that I really need to have you unpack for me. You said that four out of five businesses will go out of business because they don't know the power of publicity. Yeah, the problem is that every small business owner needs it. And, you know, you need to start doing it immediately. So that's a big piece of it. This is not a wait conversation. Oh, we'll make time for it. Take a look at how much major corporations actually do spend on publicity, literally millions of dollars. I'm not asking entrepreneurs, small business owners to do that. What I am asking, though, is to pay attention and to actually do it and get it done simply. And I think it'll make a huge difference for getting your business out there. Now, for somebody with in excess of 25 years, a quarter of a century of working in publicity, you eat, breathe, and sleep this stuff. For somebody who is a business owner who doesn't focus on this, and far too many don't, what actually are we talking about when we talk about publicity for our businesses? So first of all, I think publicity happens from the minute you walk into a Zoom room or out your door. You're always doing publicity, my friends. So let's just get with the program, right? And if you figure you're always doing publicity, I want you to do it the right way. Keep it really simple and know what your message is, right? Know what to do and what to say. Yes. Oh. And so I, I think that's such a key that the truth is you're doing it anyway. Do it consciously. Do it correctly. Get it done the right way. Yes, yes, yes. I had seen in your stuff, you say you, you help with working with your clients, you help them define their message. And that immediately for me was like, ding, ding, ding. Yes, you need to have that nailed down. And you help them plan their publicity strategies. A strategy? We need a strategy? It would be helpful to have a strategy. Yes. What does that mean? You know, I, I, I don't want you to go, shall we say, dark into the night, right? I want you to know what you're doing and have planned activities. And by the way, the people I work with, listen, I wrote the book, Guerrilla Publicity. It's not about spending a ton of time and a ton of money. It's about doing things strategically. So that's about creating visibility, building activities. It's about following reporters. Um, it's, it's about staying upright with what's happening in the media right now and paying attention to that. Um, so that's strategic, right? And then I, so I do have people doing consistent, persistent activities so that you stay consistent and persistent in the marketplace. What is a consistent, persistent activity? Uh, well, one of them is paying attention to the media in terms of what's going on. Okay. So as an example, Simone Biles, when she said no to the Olympics, that was a major world news, right? Anybody I had who was in the world of mindset, 
who is in the world of mental health or or um, anything around reaching your goals, business coaches, guess what? That was a story to hop on to. Okay, okay, I got where you're going with that one. So it's obvious that a lot of us, just me, it's obvious that a lot of us are not, you know, it's not necessarily top of mind, the whole thing of publicity. What are some of the common mistakes or missed opportunities that you see a lot of businesses making today? Well, first of all, the fact that it's not top of mind, because listen, the truth is you've got to have about 10% to at least of your budget oriented toward publicity. And that's no matter how big your business is, whether you're a solopreneur or have multi, uh, a couple employees even. So this is about making an impact. And most of the people I work with want to have influence and impact, right? And the way to do that is through publicity. So if you're not doing it, this is what happens. It's called nothing. In fact, my friend P.T. Barnum said it best, and that is a terrible thing happens without publicity. Nothing. (laughs) You know, you can't go around bragging about the fact that you're a best kept secret. And that's a mistake. I hear people brag about that. Like, I say to them, don't don't say that to me, you know, because that's not something to brag about. You want people to know who you are. And to me, it's painful to be in business and not have people buy your product, your service, maybe because just because they don't know about you. Now, a lot of people, I think, have in the last decade, half decade to a decade, really hopped on the whole social media train as far as getting their message out. Can we consider that publicity? Um, social media is part of your publicity. In other words, the way that a way that I'm working with people, your message will actually multiply and be useful for social media. That works. But here's the truth. You cannot rely on social media, much to people's um, disbelief at times, because somehow we live in a time where people think, oh, I'm on social media. People know about me. I hate to tell you, they ain't reading your stuff sometimes. This is not a personal thing. But mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the reality is that when the media like major uh, TV or radio, or you're featured on podcasts and blogs, you know, you're seen and heard in different kinds of environments, which I believe in a mix of environments, including your social media, then that's something to talk about. So to me, going on a Facebook Live, doing an Instagram Live, a LinkedIn Live, all of those are good, right? That's still media, but that's where you're controlling it. So imagine the familiarity factor that happens when you're actually being interviewed, when you're being brought on to a major show, such a world of difference about how people perceive you. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of my biggest talking points right now is the fact that social media is a two way conversation. It's not just you being having your message broadcast out there. It's you trying to do that. But then everybody else piling in, they're not there to consume, they're there to create and their messages, you're, you're drowning in this sea of noise. Whereas, as you said, the broadcast media, it's somebody has chosen you, so you're not a self-appointed expert. It's third-party endorsement, and you are given the stage to just be there in your in your expertise. So Big different. Time. And I think the trust factor is huge. I mean, you know, when you're seen on a on a even ABC, NBC, CBS affiliate, right? Or depending on what country you're in, what whatever, when you are seen 
um, the, to me, that's an acceleration of that familiarity and the credibility and the visibility. And the reason I love publicity so much is it magnetize, magnetizes you, monetizes you, and multiplies you. I mean, how good is that, right? I love that. So it magnetizes, monetizes, and multiplies? Yes. How does it multiply us? Because you can reach one, you can, as one, you can reach many. Okay. Gotcha. So, oh, going through all your material and sleuthing you out as I did, one of another, yet another one of the things you said that kind of made me gulp was um, that you need to be planning your publicity for now, as well as for three, six, and nine months ahead. Help, what? Tell me more about that. That's, that's, that's daunting. So what we are, I, I like to think of us as uh, publicity gardens, right? You've got to plant seeds. And the truth is your message grows as a business. Um, what you're launching might shift and change. Um, I have four books. So every time, guess what? It's a new message. So I do believe that you have to carefully um, look at what fits in right now and then look three, six, and nine months ahead. You can look at editorial calendars, for instance, in magazines, and it may show that, for instance, in nine months, they're doing a certain topic that's relevant for you. And I remember talking to Entrepreneur Magazine when I wrote Guerrilla Publicity, and she, as the editor, said to me, listen, we're planning ahead nine months. That, to me, was tick, tick, tock, right? Mm. We got to be absolutely connecting to our present and planting your seeds right now, and then look ahead to see what's coming up. It may be a special month. Anyone I know who's working with veterans, of course, we want to do November, right, for, um, for Veterans Day. So there are particular holidays that are oriented perhaps to what your topic is about. And so I always like to say, how can we fit in to other times of the year when things are happening that are relevant for you being the expert that you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, just so as you're saying that, it's like, yeah, strategy. The wheels start turning. You, Yeah, you have to have this the game plan in place. So in case anybody's thinking, as it might be just like the self-protective reaction is like, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. No, you better pay attention because I would like to ask you, you talk about the ROI of publicity. What is that? So first of all, the way I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to address the time thing because listen, if you're in business, you better have time to market yourself. Just figure an hour a week. That's it. That's all I, that's all I say to most people to do. And if you do that, you're going to have ROI. What do I mean by that? Listen, I've worked with people who are just starting their business. In fact, one gentleman, Ryan, was starting his consulting business. And you know what's interesting is he didn't have any clients. He didn't know what to do next. He just knew he had a great skill and talent. Does this sound familiar to anybody? That maybe you have a great skill and talent, but how will the world know unless publicity gets out in front of you and directs them to you? So, um, you know, frankly, he jumped in on faith and started working with me. And, you know, what was interesting is we took his story and recreated a right message that worked um, because he did kind of a, uh, well, you know what it is, instructional design. He did something that was difficult to translate. So what I, I did was, I, 
How, yes. how how did you take him from um, having worked as an instructional designer? It's really hard to tell people what you do. How did you take it from a semi opaque, semi obscure messaging blurb to something that got him publicity? How did you do that? And what yes. was the outcome? <laughs> because, well, the truth is that was not an interesting enough story to get him the kind of publicity he wanted. So what I did was I recreated a story that was interesting using, I like to call it everything you've got. We can talk about that in a moment. But here's the thing, you got to get that all the power of his publicity, talk about ROI, um, managed his business in a way that, he, let's just put it this way, he now has over 10 people working for him all virtually. He um, Here's a great example. He got in one publication and one article got him $7,000 in consulting clients. I'd call that good ROI, right? Yes. Um, He's been in Entrepreneur Magazine, Mac Home Journal. He's been in Home Office Computing and uh, all kinds of places and spaces that have multiplied his impact and enabled him to create consulting clients that are off the charts. That business went literally from zero to um, 45% in terms of look, see at his website as an example, right? He had his revenues increased by let's see, I think it was about 52% literally in the next 90 days of us working together. That's ROI. Mm -hmm. And we did measure it. It is measurable, especially from your web visits and your increase in revenues. I'm actually amazed at somebody from a, a field that is like, like instructional design had the smarts to think I need publicity. Cause because that's, that's not obvious. Yes. It's not maybe not the obvious starting point, but it was brilliant for him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the point is smart business people will use publicity to grow your business. No matter where you're at, it's going to grow your business and it's going to grow your reputation and your name recognition, your credibility and your trust factor, all important things that will put you in the front of the line before anyone considers your competition. Mm. Yeah, so important. And, uh, yeah, especially now, things are so heating up post-pandemic. Um, you had mentioned everything you've got. And, and again, maybe with respect to Ryan, he was an instructional designer. What what was this everything that you pulled into the story to create this media script that was so compelling? So part of it for him was that he had been downsized from a corporate job, right? So he was fired. People could relate to that. He started his own consulting business. People could relate to that, right? I mean, this time, you know, in these days too, right? Starting your own business, starting your own um, entrepreneurial journey. It's an exciting moment. And for him too. Also using everything he's got, he's Asian American. So one of the strategies we did was to have a translate an article and put it into the Chinese Times. That's the one article. That's the one article that got him $7,000 worth of business. And by the way, there was more. But one of the things I want to say is use everything you've got. And so that might look like your religion, your ethnicity. If for my women clients, I say, hey, it's International Women's Day, March 8th. Let's put you out for that. 
use everything you've got. Let me just share with you another fun story that this wonderful Pakistani man was in my virtual publicity course. And I, you know, it's live and it's interactive with me. And I look around at the Zoom and I see him punching his head, you know, doing one of those V8 moves. When we were going deep on using everything you've got, which we actually do. And he said, Jill, I never thought about this before. He said, you know what I just did? I just Googled um, Pakistani newsletters, LA, Los Angeles is where he lives. And he says, I found five newsletters. And using this particular strategy, you know what he got? He got into three of them. And that, do you know that that added to his email list 20,000 new people? Now, is that called prospects? Yes. Do all of them turn into clients? Well, no. But if you just took a tiny, small percentage of that, imagine the bottom line, the ROI, adding 20,000 people to your list who never heard of you, who now know who you are, who then become interested in you, read up on you, become clients and referrals. That's the kind of network that will increase your network. That's the kind of network that will increase your net worth. That's it. I like that. Yeah. Um, now, when you were talking about everything you've got, and, and as you said, all the different aspects of you, your life, your story, your personality, your, who you are, that is something that, that it's, it's a process that I have to do with my clients. And, and I've heard the phrase, it's really hard to see what's on the label when you're inside the jar. It's so hard to self-describe. It's so hard to self-identify. This is an important aspect that should be part of my story. How do you, is that to do that? Is that what you refer to as creating the media script with your clients? And how do you do that? What is your secret sauce formula? I hear you have a secret sauce share. (laughs) I do. Uh, A couple things. One is you're absolutely right. It's, you know, I listen, we're all in our own box. It's important that you have people from outside who say, well, what about that? Tell me deeper about that. That thing that I just told you about, the story about Ryan, he never would have seen that story about himself. That was the interesting story that actually was the very thing that got him tremendous amounts of publicity for actually 15 months of solid, solid publicity. Because you know why? We pushed the right button. We found the right angle, the right interest, um, the excitement, the we rode a wave, we did all of those things. So what I'm always listening for is the what's underneath the story, what's interesting that perhaps other people need to know, what's your contribution that's important for these times, or important for the three, six, nine months ahead, right? And mm-hmm. as we're looking, people often say to me, oh, I didn't even think of that. Of course, you didn't think of it because you're in the middle of it. Right? And however, they are what yeah. you refer to in some cases as the ooh-ah factor. Right, right. Like, here's another one. I have a neuroscience nurse. She's actually, she has a nonprofit. She's raising money and she goes on medical missions for uh, children in Uganda. Actually, not just children, adults too. And she does, she, you know, one time she treated 5,000 people in three days with a team of volunteers and, and all of her skills. So meanwhile, she's starting this wonderful nonprofit and she's out there talking about it, raising money. And she forgot to tell people that she was a neuroscience nurse. I thought, well, hello. So I taught her to speak this right at the beginning to 
established that as her credibility. And you know what? She's never um, forgotten it any time, any, any time more. And that's the very thing that completely established her has raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, I just think it's that part about using all aspects and seeing where your story fits in. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you were saying about, you know, it's not necessarily just like what it is you offer. I mean, obviously that's key to it, but those other peripheral factors in your story that, as you say, people need to hear that to really kind of clutch in on your story, on you, start listening. And that's the start of the client journey. Absolutely. If, if you, if someone was to ask you just really quickly, right off the top of your head, what's one impactful thing that we could do, an actionable takeaway that we could be doing like right away? What is one thing you would tell people to do? Well, I'd love you to go to nationaldaycalendar.com and look up a holiday that you can fit into. Um, it could be using parts of what you do. But then remember the part about use everything you've got. So one of my clients, here's a great example. He's a speaker. He's a trainer. He said, Jill, you taught me well. And I looked up nationaldaycalendar.com. And you know what I found? National Hot Dog Day. And I thought, I got two kids under five. I know how to make a good, mean hot dog. <laughs> so guess who got in for National Hot Dog Day? And you know what happened? Everything led to his website. Everything led to um, opportunities to connect to him. Now, see what? Now you might go, what? Yes, because it, it takes that eye, though. It takes somebody with your trained eye who just like that's how your mind works. It's all about publicity opportunities for somebody to see it. That's right, and to see you, and to keep going. Oh, I've heard of her somewhere. That's what I love to call it. I've heard of him somewhere syndrome because they've seen you in multiple places, maybe about multiple things or one person here and tw- 12 here. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's, it's actually bigger, much bigger numbers than that because what happens is it's, it's an accumulative effect. And what, and that kind of, I keep hearing it, her name, I keep seeing her and they won't necessarily remember where the point is, that they got to hear you. They got to see you. They got to connect to you. No matter which way in, I'm going to tell you, this is a strategy, get in whatever door you can. Side door, front door, out underneath the door. It's all good, my friends, because once you're in the publicity door and have an interview, you can manage that interview. You control the interview and you certainly drive them to your website and where you want them to be. Now that that comment you made about control the interview, that's something that um, I have to teach my clients how to do. And I, uh, one of my colleagues who is also going to be in my program as a guest expert helps people get TV appearances. And again, it's how to control that conversation. That's part of what you do with your clients is teaching them, here's your media script, here's your story, but also here's how you control the narrative. Yes. <laughs> my answer is yes. And you know, no matter what you're talking about. I mean, here's a great example when um, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben changed their branding, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, big story, big story. Next thing you know, I get a call from a major ABC TV show in Dallas, Texas, saying to me, Jill, we want you on because we wondering how, we're wondering how is this and is this good publicity for them and what do you think? And, you know, listen, here's, here's what I want to tell all of you. You're smart people. 
Most media interviews are five minutes long on major shows like ABC TV, NBC, whatever. They're about five minutes. Most of you can sound smart for five minutes, you know? I mean, I read the links. I saw the articles. I, I have my opinion, just like all of you have. Media is all about opinion, except for the hard news stories. And I do mean hard news. The truth is, mostly, it's, a, it's mostly opinion if you really watch and listen. Right. So just have your opinion, know how to articulate it well. Now, does that come down to just being fast on your feet? Or is, is that something you can train people to? I, I train people to do that a lot and also to be facile with that. You know, yes, you have to shift. You have to be willing to, um, to not get too boxed into this is what I do. Yes. And when you're able to do that, you're going to get a lot more publicity and it's going to be a lot more fun because you're going to have a lot more prospects, a lot more money and a lot more impact and influence. And that's the power of publicity. And so you said 10% of our budget, at least an hour a week. Yeah, yeah, you know what? at least I, an I, hour a week. I, I think most people nowadays with online businesses in particular spend well in excess of that uh, time-wise just on social media itself. And that stuff disappears in like in some cases minutes and hours. So well with your investment. So speaking of investment, how do you work with your clients? Like, is it a one-on-one -on -one thing? Is it a group thing? And what do you have programs? I do. Probably the easiest, um, best program for people to start with is my publicity crash course. It's virtual. It's live. It's interactive with me. If you think this is fun, wait to spend the day with me. And um, and it is a really wonderful program that that delivers high content to all the ways. And I spill the secrets that most people will never tell you about how to get publicity without spending a fortune. And uh, that's my that's my bailiwick, and I love to do it. Um, and so that's what most people have been really getting a lot of value in. And how that's often been does a that lot run? of fun. Oh, it... I do it uh, every month. Every month. Wow. People how... just choose a date. Wow. So in, in that... I guess if somebody wanted to have more one-on-one -on -one time with you to have you do with, like, for example, what you did with your client, Ryan, to go in and really delve and find that ooh-ah factor, that would be absolutely one-on-one. -on -one. Absolutely. And I, I have those, I call them magic bullet sessions, and uh, we, we can do that too. Absolutely. And how much time does that take? What does that look like for a client? Well, the way I do it, <laughs> I'm very laser, if you might, might have been picking up on this. I do. It's really one of my gifts from God, I like to call it. Um, and that's the opportunity to um, hear a message and go deep. I mean, listen, I do have my three-month consulting clients and people I work with on an ongoing basis. Uh, so what I'm listening for is, what you know, what do you really need? And uh, in terms of some people need a little more, shall we say, hand-holding and the opportunity to really get trained, their staff to get trained, and to frankly uh, do what needs to be done to pitch the media. I give them the script, the pitch, as well as find the right message that works. And those are usually in my three-month programs. Ah, okay. So if somebody wants to go deep and make sure that they're, they're kitted out for this, it's a three-month program for them. Absolutely. I think if, if anybody started listening to this interview thinking, publicity, I'm not sure. I think now at this point in the conversation, it's pretty clear. If we as business owners don't want to, well, what's the way to, wait a minute, I got to go back to this scary quote of yours, which is 
Four out of five businesses will go out of business because they don't know the power of publicity. I think you've just made it quite clear to us, if anybody was paying attention. Um, so we're going to drop the links to your program down below. And that, tell me again, what's the name of the program? Publicitycrashcourse.com. Okay. And if they want to do work with you one-on-one, just book a call and go from Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Absolutely. We should have the schedule link there. Please book a call with me. Let's see what's going on for you. Okay. Well, you get my wheels turning. I love what you're, you've been saying about this. If there were any last words that you would want to leave people with, anybody who's on the fence or to whom this is pertinent, what would those last words be? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for having me. Uh, and then let me just say, I think uh, a couple things. One is that your message matters. Your message matters. So without publicity, how are you going to magnetize it, monetize it, and multiply it? So that's what I want for all of you, the power of having publicity, which gives you influence and impact. She's all that. That is fabulous. I'm stopping there. Jill, thank you so much for being with me today. It's been fabulous. Just wonderful. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. She's all that. Did you know that podcast guesting, being the featured guest interviewed on podcasts, is one of the hottest 2021 ways to build brand, audience, and your business? To get your unique message and personality out there to those who need to hear it. As a podcaster myself and a business consultant, I help turn entrepreneurs into business people who can proficiently and profitably use podcast guesting as a powerful part of their marketing plan. Want to know more? You can download the five-step guide below in the notes, or if you really want to get moving on it, book a call and let's map out how we could make it part of your marketing plan.